0: Hello and welcome to the next episode of Cargafield Talks. My name's Rob Taylor and I'm the headmaster of Cargafield School. We're based in Barnton to the northwest edge of Edinburgh. We're about to celebrate our 150th anniversary and over this time our school has developed into one of the leading prep schools in Scotland and the north of England. This podcast will be the last in our current nursery series aimed at parents of younger children. We've already looked at how we communicate with our nursery parents, and then at Emerging Literacy and Numeracy in Younger Children. And now for our final episode, we'll be looking at the developmental milestones for nursery children. Cargofield has a thriving nursery of 45 children aged between three and five. We're very lucky to have a fantastic space and facilities for our youngest children, but also benefit from a very experienced and stable team of nursery practitioners. And I'm delighted to be joined by Karen Miller and Lauren Eddington, two experienced members of that team, for our conversation today. Ladies, welcome. It's good to have you here. Um, Now, I'm going to start by asking perhaps the most obvious question, and apologies if it is really obvious, but what do you mean by milestones for nursery children?
1: So this is something we use to track progress. Um, It gives us a rough guide as to what we might be expected of children at certain ages.
0: Right, okay. And so quite quite straightforward. And, And Again, excuse my ignorance, but it, what areas of, of their development are we looking to track? What, what are the different things we're expecting them to be able to do?
2: Well, there's four parts that are particularly pertinent. Communication, thinking skills, uh, motor skills, which so is gross and fine motor skills, and relationships between the children and adults.
0: Lovely. And, and you, you mentioned about motor skills and gross and fine. But what's the difference between gross and fine motor skills?
2: Fine motor skills tends to be more when you're using a pencil grip, picking up things with pincers, um, just using the muscles in your in your hands. Gross motor tends to be more when you're playing in the garden, running, jumping, holding on to things. Completely different, but they're both really important. Yeah.
0: Right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I know for myself there's one of those that I find easier than the other. So um, now you've got with us today a very interesting-looking coloured sheet of paper. What 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 is that?
1: So this is what we call our developmental milestones grid, um, and it is split into four parts, like Karen has just said. And this is what we use to track the child's progress by ticking certain boxes and dating it when we think that the child has achieved it.
0: Yeah, I can see that. And so four corners for each of the four skills... Um, it's, it looks a fantastic document. I mean, who, who produced this, and and for, for for our parents and other listeners, where where would they be able to find this chart?
2: It was developed by the by Edinburgh Council, uh, and we use this at Cargillfield Nursery to give a, the parents an idea. The parents can visually see this, um, and it gives them an idea of um, what stages the children are at. We have a we have copies in nursery. Which we're very happy to hand out to anybody. It's also on the website um, for anybody to have a look at.
0: Fantastic, thank you. And obviously, you keep a sheet for each child, yes. so your each mm-hmm. child in the nursery is is has their own sheet that we're following. Yes. And just just looking, I mean, to bear down on the detail of this, let's look in 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 the in the area that's marked communication. It, it says here. That the child gives connected accounts of recent events and experiences, which which I understand that makes sense. Um, but but how how would you know that a child actually can do that?
1: So we would ensure that the child can do it securely, confidently, independently, and at least three or more times. Um,
0: so those are those are the, there's a checklist yes, before uh-huh. before you'd actually record it at a certain level. Yes, uh-huh um securely confidently independently, and at least three times and uh, do you do you uh, and that's fairly clear is it in terms of when when they've achieved that
1: yes and that's is when we would tick and date um in the um individual boxes um as long as myself and the team um have noticed that the child can do that
0: mm. and and how 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 is that useful for you as a team what 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 use do you do you put that to?
1: Well, it helps us when the child um, transition, transitions to primary one um, or transitions from an anti group to a preschool group. Um, it then makes the team aware of different areas that we could be working on with the child um, to make that transition a bit smoother.
0: Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. And I imagine that as a parent, I might look at that and think, "Well, well, my my child can absolutely do that, but you might not have ticked the box yet. So so why would that would that occur sometimes where they can do things at home and 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 but they can't do it at nursery or perhaps the other way round?
1: Yes, definitely. And that is down to nursery and home life being two completely different stages in a child's life an environment in a child's life Um, nursery is very busy it's not one to one Um, there can be a lot of distraction because there's a lot going on Um, at home you'll find there's more one to one time it's quieter um, and you'll find the child might be more focused at home at times because there's less distraction
0: but on the other hand they might also not be not have (laughs) as much prompt or as much encouragement uh and they tend
2: to react differently with their peers than they would do at home uh and and you know it's like different ages the mix it's three to five, so there's different children who maybe if you're an older child, you'll maybe do things with a younger child or you or people at the same age so it's um it's a completely different uh environment altogether and and
0: that brings us on really to a question about um because as as a parent I'm obviously hoping that my child can manage all of these things and manage them really quickly, but I can only imagine that there must be. Factors that influence how quickly children will develop in particular skill sets. I mean, what 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 would the, those factors be? Would you say?
1: Well, as we all know, each child um, develops differently at different stages. Um, so you never compare. Um, also, if you your child has siblings, so if they have older siblings, you might find that they show interest um, in different areas more than if you've got no, no siblings. Um, if you've been in another setting before, so if you've already experienced nursery life, um, or if you've, or if maybe if you've not had you've not had nursery life, you've had a nanny.
0: Yeah, there we go. And and as you say, each child each child is different, so they're going right. to respond to it differently. So that all makes perfect sense. I just wonder if there's any final advice that you might give to parents who are reflecting on their own young children's development.
2: Well, play is hugely important in children of this age. Um, you know, it's all very well uh, been able to read and write, but at this stage, play is what, what it's all about. And that's how children develop, that's how children learn. They're in their own world, which is which is, uh, is incredibly important. Parents shouldn't worry if they're not meeting targets that they expect. They shouldn't look at other children and say, oh, they can do that or my child can't do that. Every child is completely different so um you have to understand that um so every child is different and they develop at their own pace. No
0: and I think that's that's very very wise advice. I certainly remember stories of my parents telling me about all the things I couldn't do when I was very young <laughs> which I hope I've caught up with now. <laughs> um but ladies thank you so much for joining us. This has been the last of our current series of nursery podcasts. I hope those who are listening have enjoyed it. Uh, we will return very soon with our next podcast. So please share this with friends and family if you think of uh, it might be of interest to them. For the moment, though, thank you for listening.